Have you ever wondered what the perfect movie is? Rotten Tomatoes? IMDb? Metacritic? <laughs> These are all fallible systems riddled with bias. Tired of watching anything less than perfect? One man, James Willems, has set out to find the holy grail. Last Crusade is not actually in the running, though. Of the entire film medium. Welcome to the official, unofficial, perfect film battle royale. Thank you. Thank you, Elise. And uh, Elise, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You, uh, I, we have a couple guests for this. And before I tell you who they are, um, I just want to thank our sponsors, <laughs> uh, ExpressVPN and Feels. We're going to hear a little bit more from them later on in the show. All right, let's get right into the guests. First up, we got, of course, the magnanimous Elise Willems. Magnanimous. Is that, does that mean what you think? Yeah, it's one who's made of lava. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, we have Adam Kovic. Hello. The illustrious astronomical oh. Adam Kovic. Yeah, that one. Astronomical. What kind of lava am I made out of? <laughs> you are uh, Ignatius Rock. Ignatius, yes. Okay. Um, and then, of course, a <laughs> uh, special, special welcome back to Dan Schneider. Dan. Hey, baby boy. Back. Baby uh, I boy. believe <laughs> sediment, sediment Schneider, they call Sedimentary <sighs> Schneider, yeah. Ooh, yeah, we're like the rocks. He's, he's, he's crumpled down by the water, <laughs> the waves the water of flows. the river. Um, no, Dan, uh, welcome back. We, you've, been, you've been gone from the show for a while. Hey, thanks, um, yeah. But I'm glad to have you back. You obviously took care of some family stuff. Yeah, um, and <laughs> I, uh, some stuff. I appreciate you uh, guys covering for me, by the way, and yeah, taking over the show and continuing it on strong. Um, yeah, well, and giving, just giving me a time to be with my boy and my wife. I really I'm, appreciate I'm it. I'm gonna it, miss. It means a lot. I was this boy. I'm gonna miss the weekly post though of the Where's Dan uh, Reddit threads. <laughs> so I'm I'm sorry. Well, people to see out those there were worried. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been since like January. It's been yeah since January. What yeah. month? First is it? time back. It's almost who the end know, of April. Who knows? Coming up. Holy shit. Mid or... Yeah. Um, well, Dan, I wanted to bring you back for this because this is maybe the most important film house we've done in a very long time. <laughs> Not to diminish Elise's episode we... last week or anyone's episodes the week I'll prior. I'll do more about sex and buns or whatever. Please, yes. More sex movies. Oh, yeah. Um, that one did really well. It yeah. did do really well. Surprise, clever. surprise. Um, well, the topic was interesting because it was actual news mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in... In our industry, yeah, entertainment. Do you, do you think that's why people watched it for 30 seconds and then clicked away? No, I should have called it <laughs> love-making scenes. You called it exactly what you should have called it. You did a great job. Dan, so, I just, I think it's obvious how much things have run off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this week's episode super important because we're going to talk about Venom 2? So... Uh, things have changed. Obviously, there's not a lot of movie news, and so we're starting to try and explore new avenues of film discussion. Mm -hmm. um, we're well, always this is something that was trending on social media. And then this is something that was trending on social media. And so I will, just for the sake of everyone watching, film lovers and, and news buffs alike, Venom 2 has a name and a release date. I don't remember what the release date was, <laughs> sometime in 2021. And the name is Venom, There Will Be Carnage which is the second worst line from that whole film, so I'm glad that they're bringing it I back. I think they added a, a 13th month. It's November. November. Oh. <laughs> uh, yep. So that way they had a month. They, they can shuffle the month around mm -hmm. if it gets delayed mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. I think um, that was the mayor of San Francisco uh, when they unveiled the Venom statue uh, in the middle <laughs> of the city. They said, "Today, yeah. this month will be Venom Day, and yeah. much like how they already are, San Francisco said, fuck the rest of the world. So that's cool. <laughs> the plaque said... Venom takes place here. Dot dot dot. Question mark. Exclamation <laughs> point. Uh, how does that affect Ant Man? Dot dot dot. Question mark. Exclamation point. Asterisk. Um, it's so, uh, June June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. By the way, is that? Oh, thank that you for looking thing. that up. I was can, very can you, worried. Can you can you excuse me for a moment? I need to go write that down on a physical calendar <laughs> that I own. Can you write it directly on your wall? Uh, yeah. Marker, please. Yeah. I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna be the blood of the of my entrails as I pull mm -hmm. them out as a as a gift for Venom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so edgy. Well, okay. But here's the thing: we're not talking about news. We're not talking about Venom. Uh, All right. What? We're talking about perfect films, as Elise mentioned. 
Um, if this is something, there's a lot of been a lot of trends going on social media, Twitter mostly, where people are listing their top five, like whatever video whatever, games, video or, games or, albums or, or albums, albums you don't or, listen to. I mean, action movies, certain kinds of lots of categories of movies, favorite comedies, all kinds of that, take it or leave it and stuff. And one that was trending this week was your top five perfect films. Yes. And part of that was a discussion of like, what is a perfect film? It's not necessarily your favorite film or a, a, the best film, but a perfect film is like something you can watch and feel like you walked away with like no, you have no complaints. Perfect as of. in flawless, flawlessly yeah. made. Yeah, exactly. It checks all the boxes. And I said, why do we care about people's opinions? Let's figure out the objective truth in all of this. <laughs> Use science. So mm-hmm. I like decided, Venom. what if we... The four of us figured out what we thought the most perfect film was. And the only way to do this is the time-tested method of NCAA bracket style. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's go, Diaper Dandies. So um, we can just, let's just jump right into it because I have no idea how long this is going to take. And we only have an hour. Yep. And there's Um, no tiebreaker. There's, there's no tiebreaker. We, we can all, all, there can be we'll only one out. winner. Um, I'm right. just going to start off by, by setting up how this was done. Again, this is the uh, official, unofficial uh, Perfect Film Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. I asked all of you to pick five, what you believe are five perfect films. You sent those to me. I, again, a nerd, not a jock, so I don't know how sports work, put all of those in a random list generator to rearrange them, which is what gave them the spacing. Dan said something to me about how the numbers don't work. It needs to be eight or four or whatever. I don't know. Um, But you had us pick five. It it means the math didn't make any sense. There's like four playing games. I don't know sports. It 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 worked out. It worked out. One of the fifth ones would get like a a buy forward, which you did. Yeah, it just meant that several of of them got buys. There's a lot of buy rounds. And that's just the way so, it works. So, but it's it's completely Some... been evened out because it's all random anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wasn't going to use any bias. Again, completely yeah. objective. So I'm pull this up. So um, I can look at it. I just want to. I just want to go down our list, and we're just going to list all the things that are in competition really, really quick. Um, Princess Bride, Groundhog Day, The Exorcist, Paddington Two, Aliens, RoboCop. The Dark Knight, Fifth Element, Moulin Rouge, uh, Blade Runner, Shawshank Redemption, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, Your Name, Mad Max Fury Road, The Royal Tenenbaums, City of God, Apocalypse Now, Akira, uh, The Godfather Part 2, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I told you in the intro that Last Crusade was not included in the list. Didn't make the cut. Um, But, uh, so, I entered all those into a bracket. This is the bracket. Now you can see the this mm-hmm. absurd monster that I've created. Um, <laughs> so I just want to go down the board, and then we can just kind of discuss them and quickly, and then see if we can narrow this down to figure yeah. out what the perfect film Let's is. Let's do it. Where, where, where do we, we start? Get, we're gonna start right. We're gonna start on the uh, on the west. Northwest. Northwest. Um, the first competition is Terminator 2 versus The Fifth Element. Oh, oh two, impossible two to choose. Two, against each other. Yeah. We're going to have to, Dan. Two very similar <laughs> films. <laughs> so I have my choice. That's not, that's not fair. You, you have your choice? Why this isn't it fair? Unfair. Because I, I mean, god damn it. Don't make well, me. So, yeah, what, is, what is the criteria of perfect? I just chose five movies I thought were like the best movies, not mm-hmm. thinking about the wording where you said perfect. Is there any sort of criteria you're thinking about with perfect I mean, movie? I think you think that this movie excels in every facet of film production. So, like, the cast is amazing. Performances are amazing. Set design. If, editing. If you could change anything, you wouldn't. Yeah. Basically. Is what I think of when I think of a perfect film. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm going to come out here and say they made, like, five more Terminator movies. So, mm-hmm. maybe at the end of Terminator 2, you still have questions about the world and what all the did, Terminators and, and, are doing. My counter-argument would be that I think the caliber of those Terminator films shows that there weren't any questions. Yeah, I didn't know if that was necessarily trying to capitalize on, on unanswered questions as much as capitalizing on money and, yeah. and an yeah. ID. You know who had questions? Mick G. And he asked all the wrong ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fifth Element is an amazing film. I agree. Fifth Element yeah. is an amazing film. And I will also follow up with a but. But. Like oh. I'm sure you're going to. Oh. There could have been more Luke Perry. 
Okay. He's he's listed third or well, something. Well, Luke Besson said, "I will be the only Luke." He said, "I will be only Luke." Did you see? Who the fuck Solo is Luke. Luke Perry in Fifth Element? He's in the very beginning. He's in the Twitter. very beginning. Yeah. But see, he's like listed that, second in the, the cast. The fact that you don't remember that might be a, a flaw to the film. Might remember. I don't remember Luke Perry in it. Aziz Light, remember the very beginning? Yes, I do. I remember it. I remember, remember Luke Perry got called in for the casting audition and he said, you will be the star. And then Luke Besson laughed because he's French and weird and that's humor to him because <laughs> he loved Jerry that's Lewis. He does. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> thought he liked little oh, girls. My, my, he does. Uh, my, the argument I have for fulfillment over Terminator is that it stands on its own, whereas Terminator 2 also does that, but it's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> my my counter argument. You need so many more Terminator movies for it all to make sense. I, well, I needed one to, Fifth Element movie. Quick well, this, show this, of hands. Who saw Terminator 2 first? Compared to Fifth Element? No, no I'm no, saying before Terminator 1. Oh, no. I think I saw Terminator first. Yeah, I think oh, I did. Wow. Well, so, wow. so three out of the four of us saw Terminator 2 first, and I don't think any of us went, I don't get it. No. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's, I was, that's, that's I was a kid. It's actually... I was going to say this actually probably works in Terminator's favor that Terminator 2 is made better by, or mm-hmm. sorry, Terminator 1 is made better by Terminator 2. It's true. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I think that's, you know, kind of the, the strength that people attribute to movies like The Godfather 2 as well, where it's like, oh, you're a sequel mm-hmm. and you're able to be better than the first mm-hmm. film. Um, yeah. That's a pretty big feat, I think, yeah. in terms of sequels traditionally having diminishing returns. It's so like why have, iteration. It's like, why have it's we not like gotten falling a in a ditch element. and then climbing out of a ditch? That's we a great did. question. Maybe it was called Valerian. <laughs> we <laughs> did, <true>. and it's <laughs> <laughs> well. And the um, I was going to say the Fifth Element is is super original, but it is actually a ripoff of a comic called The Incall, a French comic book. So Whoa. loses a few points for originality. Where Terminator Two this... is maybe the prototype of action movies this, from the 90s. This is what this battle royale is all about. I think oh, we have man. to vote. I think we're going to yeah. have to vote. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we have to move because we got a lot of movies. To silent voting? And again, yeah. some of this, Everyone some of this discussion their their we have up front and then we can revisit again later. Yeah. I'm going to just say, yeah. I, don't, I don't, to me, source material isn't a knock against something. No. I'll just say Oh, that, no, no. But. I think that's going to come up later too. Um, all right. I think Steven Spielberg just dreamed up dinosaurs? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Quick show of hands. Uh, raise your left hand if you're voting for Fifth Element. Raise your right hand if you're voting for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, well, okay. You do it now. I'm trying to do it to protect people's... You guys all voted for Terminator. It's fine. We all yeah. voted for Terminator. Dan voted for, for Fifth Element. To, All right. to be fair, Fifth Element was my pick that I put on here. And it, I know, and, yeah. and, it, and it hurts me that it went up against Terminator Two in round uh, it's one. It's tough. That's Ugh. the name of the game. You never when the Hunger Games, they don't know if Katniss is going to show up next to the beefcake or other beefcake. I don't know. She, disclosure she wins to every viewers, time. To, disclosure to our viewers and listeners, we it may have also been the sort of thing where somebody possibly would have chosen a movie to be one of their submissions, but someone else had already chosen it. Yep. Yeah, so we were. There were five win. entries for Paddington too. Yeah, you can we were thinking that. about doing duplicates, and then ultimately said, "Ah, you got to come yeah. up." So at least filled her list immediately, <laughs> and then and then the rest Consummate. of us couldn't put Paddington Consummate. two on it. Employee. All right, let's keep moving. Um, up next is Shawshank Redemption versus Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh, see, I feel wow. like Raider, Raiders more identifies as the perfect movie to me, where it's mm-hmm. like a super tight plot. I don't know. Memorable characters. Hmm. It's a thrill ride too. It's a thrill ride. Hmm. Yeah, there are Nazis in Shawshank, aren't there? No. Okay. Well, there's there's white supremacists. White supremacists. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But Different not all white supremacists Nazi. are Nazis. Do they? They're just do their faces garbage. melt off at the end? Teach us a lesson. He threatens to bite his cock off. That's similar. He does get beaten up real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he hmm, crawls through shit. One. That's that's a tough one from the gross out factor. <sighs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. This is tough because like Raiders of the Lost Ark is amazing, but I think about how often Shawshank Redemption comes up on this show as an example of of what's right about movies. Mm-hmm. It was in the rewatchable list that it we had a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's it's just it's just something we source as like 
wow, mm-hmm. you know, this movie did it. <laughs> yeah. there It was on TV constantly, and I feel like I remember once reading the reason why it was on, like, USA all the time, and I cannot remember. Well, How isn't that cheap? It, it was I was going to say, I, I don't think it was very successful. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it was very successful in theaters, and then it found its life again in syndication. Yep. People were mad at all the changes from the book, I think. What? Yeah. There's not many changes, and the book's really short. So Red was Irish <laughs> in the book. No, I know. I was How in dare class. you make him a black guy? I was in class with that guy when the teacher goes, yeah, you know, the book and the movie are pretty similar. The guy goes, uh, no, Red is not black in the book. And he's like... The, and then everyone what? stood up and clapped, and then <laughs> Indiana Jones punched them all in the face. Oh, that was weird. Well, that was odd. We haven't really argued in one way or the other for either film. And you're right. I can, they're I can actually make... both quite iconic films. Well, I, I would say this. Raiders is a really good pulpy like sort of uh, action romp, which is fun, whereas Shawshank is a timeless story about sort of Friendship. determination of will and humanity, and it will probably go down in history as a more timeless story and a mm-hmm. more timeless movie, whereas Raiders, mm-hmm. I think, will always be be sort of dependent on the things it borrows from. Yeah, um, I think that not to diminish takes... it. I'm just saying. No, like, that's exactly yeah. what you just did. In my I think yeah, I, like all the I, I pee explorer... on it. I pee on his hat. <laughs> Raiders takes like all the explorer pulp from you know the 1930s, 19 well I guess the 1910s through like 50s, and then it it, it says like hey hey here's a film for modern movie going audiences mm-hmm. with effects and and mm-hmm. we have a, sh- a charismatic lead and everything. But yeah, Shawshank like just hits so many different other boxes in, about the in my human opinion. Condition. Well, I mean that's hmm. that's tough. I don't know. These are two classics. These are two classics. <laughs> You're saying something about uh kind of Raiders being defined by all those things that influenced it. And I would say I have no idea about what any of those things are. Other than in theory, you know, George Lucas is referencing all these pulps from his childhood. I don't know what any of those pulps are. So he essentially defined those for me with his pastiche of Indiana Jones. So it's like I'm aware of all the stuff from 30s pulps because of Indiana Jones, maybe. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. The, I mean, yeah. these are all these are all things. It's it's how we completely objectively, without bias, interpret these. <laughs> yeah, things. I think like Shawshank to that same point takes like the classic prison escape, escape from Alcatraz and stuff like that, and is like. Hey, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's Stephen King's Escape from Alcatraz, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit twisted, of yeah. course. Yeah. It's actually, I think, one of the less twisted Stephen King. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. I feel we like hope. everyone's, we've made yeah. a pretty good case for ourselves. Are you guys ready to vote? Um, yes. Let's raise our... Should we point at the, at the one we want? <laughs> I, wish, I wish there was a more creative way to do this. Um, I mean, one or two? That's one or creative. two fingers. Yeah, one or two <laughs> fingers. So you raise two fingers, fingers if it's for Raiders of Lost Lost Ark, one finger if it's for Shawshank Redemption. All right. Well, you have to wait. The whole point of doing it. it is so that way people don't feel intimidated by your voting. That's the whole know. point. All right. All right, on three. One, two, three. Oh, my God. Okay. That's Shawshank. Shawshank gets it. Three to one. There's going to be a lot of angry comments. It's like, yes, people love Indiana Jones. We're not saying that we don't, but it's you know. just less perfect. <laughs> Between a rock and a hard Objectively place. less perfect. All right, we're going to jump over to the the East Coast. It got deducted for mutt points. Um, and we're going to take off our last two. Our last two. What is that? Uh, Playing games. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sure. Whatever, nerd. Um, <laughs> all right, we got RoboCop versus Princess Bride. What a matchup. <laughs> That's a crazy matchup. I, I mean, I love that we're comparing these two, personally. Wait, um, you, wait, wait, wait. You said is Robocop and Princess Bride? Yes, Robocop versus He's Princess in the movie, Bride. Right? No, it's just, that's it's insane because those are two of the movies I grew up watching literally back to back. Well, this is I, like choosing between mm. your parents after a divorce, this Adam. Is like if the mom, go with my man. mom. <laughs> so could andre the giant beat robocop in a fight no his back no. body was broken no yeah well, though peter weller weighed about 110 pounds by the end of that movie because he he sweat everything sweat out <laughs> uh, he started here's at the thing would you rather have six fingers or get shot in the dick 
<laughs> Wait, which Ripley lives the extra movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is not a great fan film of the Princess Bride. I'm gonna I'm Damn. gonna throw out this here. Uh Robocop it takes like thirty minutes for him to A become Robocop. So it's like thirty <laughs> minutes until Robocop shows up. And then once you get him as Robocop, he he blows up one convenience store and then his helmet is off for basically the rest of the movie and it's a night <laughs> it's a living nightmare. <laughs> I mean I already know my answer. Well, um, we still have to discuss. But I will say there's not enough Peter Falk in Robocop. Okay. There aren't as many. There's laughs. Peter Weller. Well, yes, pick your Peter, uh -huh. I guess. There's there's fighter. a lot of <laughs> great old men in RoboCop. I'm going to make that argument. What's that, Adam? Oh, sorry. You you guys became robot voices. Yeah, everything. Oh. Everyone became RoboCop real quick. Yeah, everyone yeah. everyone went RoboCop for a minute. You're That's RoboCop. Okay. I'm RoboCop. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say though, in RoboCop's favor, it set uh, it was a cultural phenomenon, right? Like again, we got toys and we got all kinds of stuff. RoboCop became like a thing despite the fact that it was he's only on screen for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Here? No, he's in the entire movie. Such a grim vision of the future of 1982. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah but and, but it's it's a satire though, which is what makes it so smart. And interesting cuz my brain as a kid, you know, I always associated Terminator with RoboCop cuz they just seemed like this mm -hmm. the same, on a, on a on a base level as a kid, you're like, oh, these unstoppable forces. And the video game mm -hmm. were, that pit them against each other. <laughs> oh, uh, they also yeah. use, I think they use the RoboCop um, theme or the Terminator theme in one of their trailers, I forget, because they were both distributed by the same company. They said, who cares? They're both robot things. If I had to pit those against each other, it'd be 100% Terminator 2. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, we may get uh -huh. there, depending on how yeah. these rounds it's go. It's going to be the whole bracket. Uh, Which yeah. I've, I mean, yes, I know what my answer I, I, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll throw this up there real quick. This is my final argument. The Princess Bride is an amazing movie based on a trash book written by a trash author who's still not even alive. Whereas no, RoboCop is based, not. whereas RoboCop is based on the Bible <laughs> because <laughs> Paul is Verhoeven fair. is insane and said that RoboCop is based on Jesus. Oh, wow. I, I thought I'll RoboCop was a comic book first. Who cares? Before it was I the mean, Bible. I'll, I'll <laughs> also know. add that RoboCop, Paul Verhoeven is the best director at making satire that you're like, is it though? <laughs> like, it's really borderline. <laughs> he's like the funhouse of, of directors. <laughs> I mean, Princess, Princess Bride is satire as well. It is, but it's a bit more overt. It's, it's a little bit more overt and funny. <laughs> and obvious. And satire. No. All right. Should we vote? We ready to vote? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which, okay. Which number uh, is the witch? Raise one finger for RoboCop. Two fingers for Princess Bride on three, two, one, go. Uh, wow. for, our, for our audio listeners, I've, I'm the only one who voted for RoboCop. <laughs> well, Dan raised two single fingers, which is technically two votes for RoboCop. But <laughs> Shit. <laughs> RoboCop wins. No, we're, Princess Bride, unfortunately, has beaten RoboCop. Cool. We won't get to see the showdown between Terminator 2 and RoboCop like all the bookies predicted. <laughs> Yeah, because there are no sports happening right now. I bet people are, are making wagers on our bracket. They oh, might as well be. They're like rolling marbles down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is Shit. this is the most fair way to do it. All right, let's keep moving. Yeah, we this go. is this is going to be an amazing round, by the way. <laughs> We're going with Your Name, the mm -hmm. anime that came out a couple years ago, okay? Mm -hmm. Versus Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's not. Okay. Who here has seen your name? I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Elise uh, has seen not. it. Adam's seen it. Dan has I've, not seen it. No, I've also seen what's the plot of this movie? The Is it also uh, it's about war? So two a, people, a man one... goes into the Vietnam jungle nope. to find everybody at the same time. <laughs> um, the the about movie the is War? about two young people. One in a, lives in an urban environment and one lives in a more rural Japanese town um, that become like interdimensionally linked kind of like they become linked intrinsically yeah, it's, it's, so like yeah. sometimes one will wake up in the other one's body and mm -hmm. then will go about their day as that person and then the other they'll basically swap but they don't know Ooh. who they are f in relation to each other and they can't do stuff like that and then ultimately it, you figure out that um 
Well, they, one, they, they find some holes in their lives because mm-hmm. both of them are kind of discontented with their own life. So when they see life through someone else's eyes, it, it opens their perspective uh, in a lot of ways. But it also, you see that there's there's a bigger connection to that and that, that it isn't, for, I'm not going to spoil it, but it isn't just, hey, it's a thing. And it, uh, well, my favorite things about this movie is that it's extremely romantic without being romance without being a romance yes right like it's it's a very beautiful story about two human beings who are like i cried watching it yeah connected on a by plane fate. we're on watching a plane to australia yeah <laughs> i i just know if you were to show this movie movie to francis Ford coppola he'd go oh yeah this is way better than apocalypse now <laughs> yes no way no, he'd I say, he'd say hey, at least making this movie they'd have to deal with marlon yeah well i was gonna say did the vo actors have their lines taped to their stomachs. Uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, part of the they did get really fat, uh, surprising the, the mm-hmm. voice director. Yeah. Yeah, that Apocalypse Now almost killed Coppola and Martin Sheen, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah, they both have right. heart attacks while making that? Well, yeah. It was, yeah. It was a, wow, it that was, was a, sweet. It was compounding. It was, uh, it, at one point, I think it was like he was having heart attacks because of, um, was it production issues? And then he found out that Marlon Brando got fat and then Lawrence Fishburne's like, by the way, I'm 16 and he's oh, yeah, 15 just, years old. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just kept getting worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is, is your name, is that a Miyazaki movie? No. no. Oh, that's it's, the only anime director I know. It's, it's a Miyazaki <laughs> movie the same way the back to the future theme is a John Williams theme. Like, okay. I don't, I don't really think of it. Like it to me, it doesn't really have parallels to Miyazaki beyond no. being a Japanese Bad anime. Joke. It feels like uh, there's a there's a movie we just watched. So was it so I lost my body? Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah, I lost my body. I think. Well, I think a- Apocalypse Now stands on its own as one of the best war movies of all time. There's satire. Yeah. There's there's great yeah. characters, but um, I do think if we're not going to be here for four hours, we might need to start voting on these. Cast a out. vote. Yeah. So beautiful cerebral, romantic anime. Versus your name. Versus your name. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I'll, I'll throw this uh, for Apocalypse Now. Meanders a little. <laughs> well, yeah, which, little. which version and is maybe yeah. it? There's like welcome. my version of that movie. Are you talking Apocalypse. Redux followed up by I would, the documentary Hearts of Darkness? I would also say there's only one version of your name, whereas... How can Apocalypse now be perfect if they keep making it again and again in new ways? That makes it the most perfect. They keep Apo- making it yeah, with Apocalypse the same now footage. It's they like change a things. filmmaker's film, very much so. Yes. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, I think Apocalypse Now is amazing. But Should we swap it out with today's Apocalypse Now, Ad Astra? <laughs> Well, I, I don't think Ad Astra would make this list. My quote, my quote was that I, I, I said that Ad Astra is, is space heart of darkness. Mm. I don't know if it's if it's space apocalypse now. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think anyway. it's I think it's time to vote. Sure. We're gonna raise one finger for uh, your name, two fingers for apocalypse now. One, two, three. Raise. Oh, wait. So Dan, no, you, you have to be clear. <laughs> you have to be clear here. All right. Two. Okay. Because you're doing it both ways. Sorry, times. sorry. So two, we, we, Dan raised three, two fingers for Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse one of the Now best wins. Apocalypse Net wins three to one. Um, I'm not surprised, and I'm okay with those results. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, all right. I think, I think that your name is the only movie on this list I haven't seen, so I'm going to have to go check that you out. You should check it out. You should definitely mm-hmm. check it out. It's an amazing, beautiful film, and I just remember watching it and Gee. being like, whew, boy, I could just start this over again right now. Um, mm-hmm. Real cool. quick. Uh, I just want to say that if you want to feel things kind of the same way that uh, that the movie made me feel things, you should check out a quick word from Elise with our sponsor, Feels. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone. Many of us do. Personally, I have issues with staying asleep so much so that I have a hard time functioning during the day and maintaining a proper sleep schedule. I have been searching for anything that would help, and then I discovered Feels. Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, sleeplessness, 
It's helped me relax and get better sleep. Simply place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important. Everyone's dose is different, so you have to leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. You may need to take more or less to get the effects you're after. If you're new to CBD though, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high hangover or addiction. You can join the Feels community today to get Feels delivered directly to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com filmhouse and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash filmhouse to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash filmhouse. Thank you, Elise, for uh, for telling us a little bit more about that sponsor. And thank you, Feels, for your sponsorship. Um, all right. We're ready to keep rolling back into this. We're Let's into the, what is this, quarterfinals? Semifinals? What is this we point of the, the bracket? Semi-finals. No, no, the Sweet the 16, qu- baby. We're in, the, we're in the... We're in the Sweet 16. That's going to be your semi? That's going to be That's your quarter. That's the quarter, so we're in the Sweet 16. Got it. Okay. Whew, things are going to get real bad now. Mm. Real bad. We're going to have to make some tough decisions. Groundhog Day mm. versus Terminator 2. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Two they're so similar. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's why they we both, make these they, lists so we can... They both deal with time travel. They both deal with time travel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, Linda Hamilton's in both of them. Nope, that's not true. (laughs) Harold Ramis directed both of them? Nope, also not true. I think he owned both of them on VHS. So, Mm -hmm. man, I think we should just vote. I think, like, didn't Bill Murray (laughs) and Harold Ramis have some, they were at odds. I was going to say, it destroyed their relationship. It destroyed their friendship. Was it until Ramis was going to die and Bill Murray Mm -hmm. finally went and... Yep. Made amends yeah. or whatever. Was it worth? We it? must have watched the same documentary. I where, where did I, I? Yeah, I don't remember where I read that or saw. Um, We've obviously gone through Terminator Two and its benefits. Uh, James Cameron's <laughs> still alive and well. <laughs> I think like Bill Murray's character in Groundhog Day is just an incredibly well written character, interesting character, dimension, mm-hmm. so much dimension. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's also fun that it's like a science fiction concept, but done through the lens of comedy. In mm-hmm. a small town. Yep. Yeah. Small it's, town stuff's always fun. It's yeah. also interesting because the you know if you've ever heard the stories about the script, the script is apparently not fun, not good, and is flawed. And a lot of the stuff that you see in the final movie are things that they kind of figured out while they were making it along the way. So mm-hmm. it's it, it, there's no debating that it came from something imperfect, right? And, but the end result is, you know, imagine watching the same day over and over again. How is that? How is that still entertaining? How is that? How is that compelling? Oh, but I the have movie a does a great write job. in. I have a write in. Happy death day to you. You fell asleep <laughs> while that was on within the first five minutes last night. So we're not counting uh, that, unfortunately. I, I choose the the five minute uh, little short from Love, Death, and Robots that also does the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But cha- all of them I are doing what Groundhog Day set the framework for. So someone went in and pitched, "What about Groundhog Day, but as a horror movie?" Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's a testament to to this movie. Um, anyone? A- any other thoughts here before we cast a vote? It. It. I. I will say this. Like this. This one hurts because. Groundhog Day is one of those movies that I, I make an argument for. It is one of the most perfect movies because it does so much with so little. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it, is, it stands on its performances and on its story, which is at the heart of what a real movie is. Terminator does that as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it also... It, at, while it Yeah, while I was doing that, it was, you know, uh, James Cameron's man brain was still working. And he went, I want to see some rough and tumble. I want to, I want to make Catherine happy. Uh, (laughs) I I will say one of my new criteria for a perfect film is that they made action figures for it. And I don't think there are any Groundhog Day action figures. I don't know. Maybe you find some collector on eBay or something. Uh, Interesting. That's an interesting, but it's still a valid opinion. Um, (laughs) Listen, you don't get into the sweet 16 of this perfect film list without, uh, (sighs) without, being pretty close, damn close to perfect. All right, you guys ready to vote? Yeah. 
All right, we're gonna raise one finger for Groundhog Day, two fingers for Terminator 2. Ooh. On three. This is tough. So, All right. Can you say that again? One, it's one finger for ter- Groundhog Day, two fingers for Terminator 2. <sighs> On three. <laughs> it's not supposed to be easy. That's why we've been tasked with this, okay? <laughs> Anyone can go on social media and tweet hashtag five perfect films. We've taken on a much bit greater burden. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three. Terminator Ooh. 2. Oh, tie. A tie. We have to hash it out. We, we should ask Shane. We have yeah, to, there you go. We have to, that's the only fair way to do it is we have to default to our TD Shane. Yeah, our broadcast technical director, Shane. Who, Shane, are you? Are Shane. You? Shane, can you tell us? What you <laughs> think, or or we flip a coin? Raise your fingers. We can't hear Shane. Or we do a re- recount. We do a, we vote again. See if anyone flips. Feel like he's again. trying to talk in Discord, maybe. Yeah. Go for it, Shane. I'm gonna have to go with uh, T2. T2. Oh, all right. Oh. That's, hey, it's the only way to be fair. You T2. hate to see it. You hate to you see, hate it. To see <laughs> it. T2. Wow. Wow. That's how we're All gonna right. do it from now on. Any ties Good go button, to Shane. Shane. Any ties go to Shane. All right, let's keep moving. Um, Mad Max Fury Road oh. versus The Dark Knight. I have my answer, Oof. James. The These Dark both- Knight, a movie in four acts. What? what kind of movie can sustain you for four acts? I don't know. The Dark Knight. Mad Max is a movie in like two acts. Yeah. Yeah. So, Beginning better, and end. Less yeah. or more. <laughs> what I is love a daytime dark. <laughs> I think these I, are these two the two newest movies. On our uh, whole Paddington list? Two is newer. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. There. Who uh, knows when your name came out? The Exorcist. I imagine at least it's referring to the TV series. Uh, <laughs> I would say the the super thing impressive thing I love about Mad Max Fury mm-hmm. Road is that George Romero said. Uh, <laughs> No, we're not George Miller. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> Miller. George Miller. George Miller. George I mean, George Romero Miller. probably I actually, called him. I, I actually thought George Romero uh, had some opinions on it. George, George Miller <laughs> said, you know what? Hey, 30 years has passed. I think I could do this better and tell the story, a better story yeah. and did it. I and needed, I'm like, that's yeah. pretty amazing. He was like, I need to get it, some happy feet and a, and a babe yeah. out of me. <laughs> yeah. More important, what a diverse he's director. Like, he's like, what could I learn from Pig in the City that will help me make a better Mad Max? <laughs> Adam well, wrote in Dark Knight, and I was really happy to yeah. see it because I hadn't thought of it, and I'm like, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Well, Dark, Dark Knight, I think, transcends the superhero genre, which I think is great. That was like the that was the movie that did it, where they said, yeah, it's based on a superhero, but it can also be a great Academy Award win. It, like it's it's an everything sort mm-hmm. of film. It's a uh, crime thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and it. it they only got to do that because of the success of Batman Begins where they said, oh, sure, you can, Chris Nolan can do whatever he wants now. And he he made the movie he wanted to make and with the caveat that it had to be based in the Batman universe, which I think is such a great idea. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's, it, it is what changed uh, superhero movies forever. It's sure. Really, yeah. And well, I mean, that Joker performance, I think, will go down in history as one of the greatest villains of all time. Top Top mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Top three Joker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Caesar <laughs> the Romero. The cast is completely on point. There we go. Yeah. You know, they said, get Katie Holmes out, get Maggie Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. in. Yeah. No one will care. No one will notice. They said, sadder, sadder face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the, the cast is perfect across the board. Yeah. And I'm just going to say it this. just moves. Ugh, so good. Just for the sake of defense of Mad Max Fury Road. The movie is just a constant state of motion. Yeah. It doesn't stop. It 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 takes one maybe one half breath when it reaches the halfway point and then they turn around and go back and <laughs> I can't think of another movie that that has that kind of momentum. There's yeah, things Black Hawk where you, Down. well <laughs> maybe I mean there's things where you talk about like like oh the second half of that movie is so cr-. like I think of mm-hmm. Ronin and stuff like these movies that have like crazy action sequences that are like oh my this centerpiece for the movie but mm-hmm. this Mad Max is the centerpiece the entire movie is the centerpiece for yeah. the movie I'd and say it it's, maintains it's also base. maybe one of the more original seeming films on here where I think with The Dark Knight you can point to a million things that it drew from and yeah. with, mm-hmm. with, with Fury Road it's kind of hard to point at anything other than Mad Max 
mm-hmm. as to where they might have gotten some of these ideas from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both amazing yeah, I, practical effects and stunt work and stuff. I mean, they're well, both also, super intense. Also, a movie made with essentially no script. It was made mm-hmm. like from like a cartoon. It's it was made from like storyboards. Yeah, it was basically yeah. storyboards and toys. And, and it's yeah. like <laughs> That's George Miller making Grindhouse, but without the thing that modern Grindhouse directors do, where they go, "I'm gonna make Grindhouse, but it's gonna feel sh- shitty because mm-hmm. it's Grindhouse." It's like, nah, he pulled from Grindhouse inspiration, but then made a cool movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And, well, we got to keep yeah. this moving. Unfortunately. Oh, go. One last thought from Adam. <sighs> no, I was just gonna say too. I, I think the bigger con here is he said, hey, I want to make a Mad Max movie, that thing that hasn't been profitable since the 90s, mm-hmm. um, and we're, we don't have a script, <laughs> and you're going to give me $150 million. And they went, oh, okay. Yeah. And there's no <laughs> Thunderdome. No. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, and I, it sounds like they might have ripped him off hard on his, whatever he was owed money-wise, because we would, mm-hmm. should have seen a sequel or another Fury Road or Mad Max well, movie by talk now. Of Furiosa and stuff. Yeah. And, I guess he gets so dicked around by the studio that distributed it that he's not going to do that. Hmm, and he's no. ancient too, I think. Right? That's not the movie's fault. We can't no. we can't put that no. on the movie. But we do have to decide. Okay. All right, you guys ready? F- one finger for Mad Max Fury Road. Two fingers for The Dark Knight. Are you guys ready on three? Mm-hmm. Yep. One, two, three. Oof! Uh, we all wow! Did it. Everyone went for two The Dark fingers. Knight. Yeah. That was a tough one, man. That was really tough. I don't watch a clip from The Dark Knight without thinking, wow, I want to watch The Dark Knight right now. Yeah, it's a great film. Well, I kind of feel that way about Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it for my birthday one one year, and I just sat, quietly sat and watched Fury Road, and I was like, that was an amazing birthday. James, are we going to have to do this in two episodes? I don't know. I mean, we're kind of running on time. Well, let's see. Let's see. If I don't want to cut any of these. We still have a lot yeah, of discussion to do. I know. Let's, let's keep moving, though. All right. Um... We're going to move on to The Godfather Part 2 mm-hmm. versus Shawshank Redemption. Oh, both prison films. Both prison films. Yes? I don't know. It's, it's yeah, been a while since I've seen The Godfather 2. I more recently saw The Godfather 1 and went, I think I like The Godfather 1 more than I like The Godfather 2. But now you go watch Godfather 2 to see. They <laughs> work both amazing. really well in tandem, yeah. Uh, One of the best sequels the, of all time. The the only thing about Godfather 2 is that what it gives you in new stuff with uh, Don Corleone's story, you still do need a lot of the... The family history. The family history from Godfather 1. So I would so say... So it doesn't stand of, on its own well enough? If we're, if we're comparing Terminator 2 and Godfather Part 2, which we are not yet, I would just say <laughs> that Terminator 2, you could just watch and be like, that's that. <laughs> Godfather 2, I feel like, is maybe a little harder. I think what makes it so amazing is how much it builds on everything that you loved about Godfather Part 1, which is already an, just a perfect film, except not on the list. So ter- Terminator 2 has the benefit of having a okay movie, a cool, low-budget, but cool sci-fi action movie, horror, I guess, um, that it turned into this massive thing and now but godfather one is is also just a fantastic film shane's getting ready so uh i think this is this is definitely a tough one ah yeah Uh, it has been a long time since i've seen this godfather movie it's a lot of moving pieces i know that i feel like they're they're also both you know they're they're classic movies telling about you know the the heart of america or whatever the Mm -hmm. you know the tale of americans Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, they're they're both sprawling too in mm-hmm. the time they cover. Yep. Which to me is always a, an achievement with a movie to, to pace it in such a way that you feel like you've been on this journey with people. Mm-hmm. I think you feel like you're on more of a journey in the in Godfather too than Shawshank. Than Shawshank. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's maybe more epic than you know Shawshank seems so yeah. contained. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm not saying. Which one has action figures? Um, has what? Which one has action figures? <laughs> I, I, you uh, could find I mean, Godfather action figures. The, the thing is, like for me, with with the difference with Shawshank and Godfather Two, is you could show someone Godfather Two and be like, "This is just 
the story of a real family that existed and we just got all this footage somehow mm. put it all together and i would i would like if i was you know gullible mm-hmm. and knew nothing about the world i would say oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah that that makes sense um more so than i would think because shawshank shawshank does pour on the syrup mm-hmm. the emotion a little bit more it's a little bit more melodramatic in that way of mm-hmm. like it does have emotional beats that it tries to force uh, you know a, a a feel-good reaction from you, yeah, yeah. As opposed Rich. to the Godfather, which is just this is just the story. Which well, isn't Sha- bad. Shawshank, right? Shawshank is it is a drama novel, right? So yeah, it doesn't feel like this actually. Like that happened. shot right now, what we're seeing of of him. It's okay. Like, well, I mean, guys, okay. I think we're gonna have to vote. Ooh, yeah, but yeah we're gonna have to vote. We're gonna All have right. to vote right after we hear from. ExpressVPN. This episode of Filmhouse is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Being stuck at home these days, you probably don't think much about your internet privacy on your own home network. Fire up incognito mode on your browser and no one can see what you're doing, right? Wrong. Even in incognito mode, your online activity can still be traced. Even if you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN makes sure your ISP can't see what sites you visit. Instead, your internet connection is rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers and completely anonymized. You know those GIFs you looked up of Tifa from the Final Fantasy VII Remake? It's okay. They can't be traced back to you. It's exactly as Genova intended. Whether you're using your computer, a tablet, or a phone, your information is 100% protected with best-in-class encryption. ExpressVPN is the fastest and most trusted VPN on the market. Listen, every time I boot up my PC, ExpressVPN is the first application I open. It's effortless protection, and I love that about it. So protect your online activity today with the VPN that I trust to secure my privacy. Visit my special link at expressvpn.com film, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash F-I-L-M, expressvpn.com film to learn more. And we're back. Thank you, ExpressVPN, for your sponsorship. Okay, it's time to vote. No more, no more debating. It's time <laughs> to vote. This um, one might have actually been the least debating we did, but yeah. Well, we okay. we did a lot of discussion of Shawshank in its previous yeah. section, which is kind of, I think something we're coming up against. Um, all right, one finger for Godfather Part Two, two fingers for Shawshank Redemption. That's confusing. Reveal <laughs> <laughs> in one, two, three. Oh All right. boy! Unanimous Godfather Part really? Two. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of look, surprised there. I love I love me some Shawshank, but yeah. man, that that wouldn't be a fun argument to have. Be like, this movie I grew up watching on TBS is way better than this <laughs> Academy Award winning, timeless piece of mm-hmm. content. I like my I believe me in my heart. I love Shawshank, but I'm just like, oh no, the 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 true, more perfect movies. Right, Godfather Two. God damn. God okay. God damn All right. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get Godfather out of there. <laughs> yeah, there's still time. <laughs> we'll get Groundhog like, Day's coming for it. I'm we'll really excited like a rat for some brother. of these movie showdowns. Okay, um, let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on. Um, I think this this might be the most oddball this versus is, we've got coming up right here. This, sure, not the, and the anime versus Ro- the... <laughs> Robocop Princess Bride, Your Name, Apocalypse Now, and this, I feel like, are two of the strangest ones on the list. Um, all, right. all right, we're going to go Akira versus Moulin Rouge. Ooh. Wow, the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, this oh. is this two extravagant movies known for their visual kineticism. Okay. Yeah. I just want yeah. everyone to remember that only one of these has John Leguizamo with his knees in his shoes. Okay? <laughs> but it's not the Wait, only film fun? that has John Leguizamo with his knees in his shoes. <laughs> True. <laughs> God. They are both mm. visual feasts. Yes. Yeah. I, I was going to say that was one of my, my criteria when thinking about some of these movies that I was going to put on here was like the the setting and the world that a movie can create in just two hours. Um, yeah. And both of these are extremely alive and specific mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. original. Um, and I think both often ripped off and reused and referenced in other movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And like when you're comparing, when you're looking at these where it's like, Akira and animation where it's like it's using animation to create its world which is a feat 
and then Moulin Rouge, which is also a very a world that's a feast for the eyes, but it's using set design, it's using cinematography, it's using knees, it's costuming, it's using knees on <laughs> shoes. Also, a um, uh, heavy use of remixing music and yeah. it's really cool. Modernizing Nirvana. older well, songs and making new songs older, like I, just, uh, I do amazing. think an interesting thing is that it's it's got so much licensed music in it, but I don't think it's the it's the emotions that are tied to that licensed music that you're familiar with that make it impactful in the film because everything has changed so much and and kind of injected in new ways that like I feel like sometimes it's like oh wait no the version that I like of this song is the Moulin Rouge version. <laughs> Like, you'll think of that first. Like, sometimes I'll hear Elton John or whatever, and I'm like, the Moulin Moulin Rouge, or, you know, like, so, um, that which is pretty impressive. And speaking of the music, something that this movie accomplishes that I hear from people all the time is, uh, I don't typically like musicals, but I love Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which I fall in that camp, too. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's also, it's not, it's an original story, right? Like, it's... It's not it's not like Chicago where they're like, well, I just filmed the stage play. Right. Like they actually uh-huh. made a movie. Yeah. Which I think I mean, it, is what sets it apart. It, it feels like it probably takes sort of, you know, inspiration from an old an opera, an Italian opera that you've never seen. Mm-hmm. But it's about, you know, a, a young girl who's who's dying and then she has to marry. Like it, that to me is what the plot I've, I've always it, thought of Moonstruck or not of, of uh, when I think of <sighs> Moulin Rouge, I think of the opera that they go to see in Moonstruck. And I think mm-hmm. like, oh. oh he probably used some some obscure mm. thing as the inspiration for the story. Yeah, it, it's like buzz. the fifth. It's like the fifth element of musicals. Hmm. Hmm. You, you know, know what I'm the Fifth element is also <laughs> the fifth element. Of musicals. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I definitely think this movie gets points for me for having a character that's dying. For, what's the term? Like wasting. Whatever, well, she's like, got tuberculosis. Yeah, I know. She's but coughing like, her brains out. But that's my favorite. Remember, like, there's like, oh well, that that's my sister. She just has wasting. Or, oh, like, they would be consumption. I believe consumption. Consumption is alcohol and stuff. No, I think right? consumption is if you have tuberculosis. I think. Okay, well, I, maybe not. I always like. I always like when they had a turn. They didn't know what that it was a tiny invisible yes. bacteria causing something to happen, and so then they would just be like, oh yes, that person is just dying. That's you know <laughs> they just spitting up blood. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, they have begun death process. Um, I'll say I this think, just to add to the Akira discussion. Um, yes. When I got a CD player in my car for the first time, <laughs> one of the first CDs I bought was the Akira soundtrack. And Which it's is pretty incredible. fucking incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. like tribal music. And like it's it's honestly a soundtrack unlike pretty much anything mm-hmm. I can think of. Well, and, and uh, Akira also predicted the future. With the Tokyo Olympics were supposed to happen, true. And, then, yeah. and then are not That's happening, right. also yeah. at the same time. Until a group of psychic children ruined it for everyone, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, and uh, it inspired so many animators yeah. and writers. After. Well, yeah, it's. I think it brought it's, anime it's to too, the yeah. rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, I, I think, a lot of us probably wouldn't have caught on or caught up to anime as far as we are right now if it wasn't for this film. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely and some of the most beautiful anima- animation that exists. Still holds the, up. Yeah. Some of the yeah. imagery, like the you know, Kaneda and his bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's... burned into my psyche. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has. Oh man, yeah, it has a lot of um, historical context. I think too is important of like what it what it means to. I mean, not just white people, but uh, you know, like to Japan, like what it, what it represents and a lot of like what Neo Tokyo is and stuff like that. There's a lot of, it does what good sci-fi does. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and then it makes me feel cool because I own it on DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think someone, someone said it, but it definitely holds up like animation from what, like almost 40 years ago, 30 some years ago, totally holds up and looks mm-hmm. just as good as things that are made right now. Those withered mm-hmm. children. I, I think it'll look good forever. Like, yeah. I don't know how this could ever, not look astounding style um, over fidelity always wins yeah i mean it's kind of both and that one's kind of both you know um, i can keep remastering it yeah uh so all right well i think it's time to vote between moulin rouge and akira <laughs> in terms of which one is the more perfect film what do we do uh, we're gonna which have one's to got <laughs> i'm pretty sure i mean uh, he he was probably in it he's in everything this mm-hmm. is crazy. Uh, he, the guy who's transformative. Violator. I was going to say, did you know Leonardo. he was in the Spawn movie? 
<laughs> yes, I did. That's oh. one of the reasons I saw it. Okay. Um, I was a Leguizamo head, as they called me back in the old days. You were a Leguizamo man? Leguizamo man. Um, it's just, just you okay, and the guys. Dominican Republic, yeah. I think we have to vote. Okay. It's not going to be easy, but we got to do it. All right. Um, we are going one finger for Akira, two fingers for Moulin Rouge for the more perfect film. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. All you right. guys ready? Uh, Jess is leaving. Can you, Jess is leaving. Tell me she, she can't handle it. <laughs> can you tell me what the fingers were again? I'm sorry. Akira one, okay. Moulin Rouge two. Uh, okay, on three. Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, we got Uh-oh. another tie. Oh man, I so wanna wanted to vote for Akira, but I don't think anyone's done with musicals what Moulin Rouge has done since it happened. Well, yeah, I mean... Did, did I, Moulin Rouge kind of start that remix culture for kind of more modern musicals? I don't, not even the remix. I don't, I don't think just anyone's boss. made a good musical movie since Moulin oh, okay. Rouge. Cats. Um. <laughs> Hairspray, um, heard of it? Why wasn't I, Cats my, on the list? Mamma mia, never my mind. Thought, my thought was that, well, there is a very comprehensive manga that did a lot of inspira- inspiring of you know, some of those amazing elements of Akira. Um, I still think it's amazing. Also, kind of like Robocop, takes a while for the t- titular character to show. And then when he's around, <laughs> isn't around for all that long. I, that is such a weird way <laughs> of judging person. a movie. This is not the weird, that Adam. It's objective. So I think we got to go to Shane again, right? Yeah, then we're going to default this one to our tiebreaker, Shane. Uh-oh. Shane, uh, he's, he's got, struggling to find a quarter right now that he can flip. <laughs> no, you get. No, I want you to come from the heart, Shane. All right. You got to pick Akira versus Moulin Rouge. What's your choice? Gotta go Moulin Rouge again. Whoa! Oh my God, huge. Shane! I don't know if that that was the right choice, Shane. 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 No, 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 no. Hey, no. hey, hey, hey! This is the <laughs> only way to be true. Shame, shame, shame. Oh boy. Okay. So here's the thing. I had planned on doing this in one episode, but we got all heated. I should have known we got heated. Just I want everyone to remember for that Dan wanted me to add eight per person. No, I was saying that's the way you make the match easier. Just so the bracket would match, we'd be we would have been barely scratched the surface. We're about halfway through this list. (laughs) Are you guys are you guys okay with us? We're gonna push it, and then we're gonna come back and revisit this list. Well, next week we'll do part two. Of search for the perfect film, the ultimate, the unofficial, unofficial, uh, per- perfect film battle royale. Well, God damn it, James, I'm not okay with it, but that's how it has to be. <laughs> that's how it has to be. And it's probably, it's probably gonna be May 9th. May 9th, May 9th is, is gonna be is the, when you're the gonna, return. So people are gonna be stewing in it. People are gonna be stewing in it. Mark your calendar. Yeah. The way I marked my calendar with Venom. <laughs> There yeah. will are thy will be carnage. What's it called? I don't know. There will be. It should just be carnage. Why is there a bunch of other words, right? And I just want to say this for the record: if this video does one view, we're still putting up part two. You can't stop <laughs> us from getting to the bottom of this list. It's already sold. It's already sold. But more importantly, I want to figure this out. This has been very enlightening for me. I feel like I've learned a lot. I hope that you guys don't. Well, Dan, the only one Dan hadn't seen was your name, so it's not like he, he even if he watches it now, it doesn't matter, but he's got, he's got um, time. He can see yeah. how wrong he was. <laughs> but, but Dan, if you come back now and you watch your name, uh-huh. and you come back and you say, better your name than, is better than Apocalypse Now, yeah, yeah, we might make an addendum. Okay. We'll see. You know? All right. We'll see. We have to keep moving I'll get forward. The 3D kind, Blu-ray. Of like, kind of like recently eliminated f- film Mad Max Fury Road. We have to keep moving forward. Um... <laughs> So, thank you guys for joining me. We'll be back again to finish this off. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I'm really, really excited. Thank you, Shane, the most hated man on the internet. <laughs> thank you, Shane, for putting your um, your uh, life at risk. Um, we're we'll going to flash this photo here. We got, we, we got Shane's home address down in the description. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> Feel free to mail him any complaint letters. No, thank you, Shane. Um, we're going to need we're going to need you to uh, make sure you're as informed as us. For all of this, because now you know you're <laughs> part of it. Um, thank you to our sponsors, Feels and ExpressVPN. Um, and also, you know, thank you guys for watching and listening. I hope this is a fun thing, the fun 
Yeah, it was very fun. Side yeah. experiment. Um, there's not a lot of news, and so I felt like this would be a fun thing. Welcome back That's to Dan. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me yeah. back. Are we, are we going to yeah. show everybody the whole bracket so they can yell at us in the comments about I f- what should be the champions before we about, actually get there? About how ugly this bracket looks. Yeah, um, so it's pretty fucked maybe, up. Yeah, maybe we'll, we can tweet out or, or something, put, out, put the, bracket, uh, the blank bracket up somewhere so that way people can see uh, kind of where our starting point was mm-hmm. and follow along with where it's going to go. And play along at home if you really want to, but it doesn't matter because we're the only objective voice in the room. Um, but <laughs> you they, could, um, you can make. I think you could put an image of it though on our blog, right? Uh, Shaneofhate dot com. <laughs> yeah, hate Shane, hate. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Shane. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, so thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon with the finale, the ultimate thrilling finale of of the official, unofficial uh, (laughs) perfect film, Battle Royale. Still a lot of movies on the list. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you to my guests. And we'll see you next time. Shane! Shane, I can't believe he put his neck on the line like that, Shane. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey.